Hello and welcome to the first, first episode of Anyone But Chester, uh, the podcast for spite. Yes. It's now the tagline I kind of want to go by. Uh, I'm Matt Smith. I'm Owen Frost. And yeah, welcome. So I guess we should probably talk about just a brief intro about what the podcast actually is for anyone who didn't listen to the trailer. It's just a big noob in these circumstances. How could you not? If you wanted to listen to just pure shambles in the first 15 seconds, then that is right up your street. Yeah, but I I like. I liked keeping it in because it just it makes people aware of what well, this podcast is yeah. going to be like. What they're going to expect, yeah. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about the the shambolic trailer <laughs> in, a, in a little bit. So I guess we should probably just talk about what anyone but Chester is. I mean, do you want to start? It is. Uh, I think, as you said earlier, it is a podcast made purely out of spite. Over lockdown, you and I were taking showing each other beers. We got really into it, but mm. we, I mean, our reviews weren't that great. They were one word. Well, they're not going to be that great on this, but they were very one worded. They were either tasty or not tasty. Was yes. it? <laughs> yummy. Yummy was. If I said it was yummy, I felt like I was pushing the boats out. I feel like yummy is. If ever someone ever described a beer as yummy. I would never touch that beer ever <laughs> in my life. It sounds like something in a dark, someone with like a windowless van would say. Like, I have this beer, <laughs> yeah. it's yummy. Yummy. It's yummy. <laughs> yeah, but, so that's how it was. And uh, Chester just threw his toys out the pram when mm. he found out that this is what we were doing. Yeah, he got very irate about not being involved for yeah. you know and it was it was very unexpected he reached like high pitch levels of noise that i'd never ever experienced with him and i've lived with him i used to live with him context yeah. for the for the listeners uh, i lived with him for two years and i've never seen him get like that no no it was very out of character for chester so i think you and i have just done this purely to uh to sort of a middle finger up at, yeah. up at him again yeah so, yeah. so I guess yeah, that was that's the main focus was just to talk about um, some craft beers each week, and then get a special guest on, hopefully every week, willing that this goes well and people still want to come on it. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it just gives us an excuse to drink. So, 100%. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I'm pr- I'm pretty excited to crack open these cans. It's been a hell of a week already. How we're going to go about it? What sort of format of this podcast is going to be? Me and Owen Frost, co-host of the Anyone But Chester podcast, are going to drink two beers that we've selected uh we're going to talk for them a bit about them if they're yummy or not yummy apparently <laughs> yummy is yummy is a legitimate way yummy. to describe a beer i think i know i think i'm going to describe every well i was going to say everything is yummy but this is when people then. who know stuff about beer just turn off switch off yeah. <laughs> yeah. throw their phones into the bin yeah. tampered with yeah so we're going to talk about that and then the second segment of the podcast is going to be uh, inviting a special guest on each week. And basically the premise is that they are going to have, they're going to build their own bar. Uh, everything's set by their regiment. I believe that's proper word yeah, for it. Yeah, their specifications. Yeah, specifications, yeah. But we're going to give them the building blocks to do each part. And we're just going to be a long way for the rides and sort of help them out each, and maybe judge them based on... I, I would like opinion. to judge. I it's would, essentially... yeah. yeah just, I, I think there should be a couple of things that if they say we just cut them off straight away. No more explanation. Oh, special keywords. Yeah, if anyone yeah. mentions Carling, <laughs> yeah, they're off. In Carlsberg, <laughs> we cut the recording right there, and we'll just we'll, me and you will just chat for another time. I, I mean, and this I think brings us on to our first guest that I am so excited that we've got on Pete mm. that he's mm. the one kicking it off. I feel like his voice is just made for podcasts like broadcasting is 
so key. I just can't wait. I, I mm. actually just wish we could cut to to him now. Uh, time, yeah, we have good things come to those who wait, Owen. Yeah. They um, do, they do. They do. And it was either him or the Obamas. Well, that's so, true, yeah. I'm, hey. ho- I'm hoping I'm allowed to say that. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean... Ho- Spoiler alert! Michelle was a bit too pushy for my she liking. She was, she so, was. The trailer has already... I feel like the reaction we got to that trailer... We- yeah, yeah, the trailer went far beyond my expectations of two listens yes. and two viewers. I mean, seeing my name... I don't know about you, but seeing my name in the in Spotify uh, really gave me a big head yes. for about two days straight. Even though it's the <laughs> easiest thing in the world... Turns out, yeah, anyone, and I mean anyone, and if you're listening to this, go ahead. Anyone can make a podcast and release it. It's that simple. It, it takes minutes. It's two clicks of button, but needless to say, as you said, it's uh, it's quite cool seeing mm. your name there. Yeah, so... uh, just rubbing shoulders with the likes of like Beyonce and, <laughs> and Arctic Monkeys. It, We're in with them. I know. It's only, it's only a matter of time until they're knocking on the door to get on the podcast as well, well I think. Yeah, get in line. Am I right? Get in line. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's pretty big. It's pretty big. From what uh, from our 10 listeners that I think we're going to have, I think all have expressed an interest of trying to get yeah. on. Right, so, I mean, we've we've sort of brushed on the trailer. and we, We've talked about it. It's been well received. And thank you so much for the Yeah, thank you. They've come in and commented and subscribed already. I know a fair few people have. Um, so, uh, some people, I know you have, you've had this as well, Owen, is, uh, some people have said you should have cut the first 10 seconds out of, um, yeah, yeah. us saying hello. And we were going to do that. And then, I don't know, every time I've listened to it, it's just made me laugh. And yeah. the funny thing about it is now, um, people behind the curtain here, listeners, we, just before we recorded it, we had a little test run. And it was the only thing that we had rehearsed was that I was going to say hello and then you were going to say hello immediately after me. And then I said hello and you just looked at me like either you'd lost complete <laughs> brain functionality or you you were simply a goldfish and you had forgotten. I just froze. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's what I did. So. It was so horrific to watch. <laughs> but I, but I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I, I, I'm glad it's in there. I wouldn't take it out. Um, right. As I say, I had comments that it should be removed, but um, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of it. Mm. It's a, yeah, it's a large sign of if you can tolerate stuff like that, then you can stick around. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you may, may be entertained. The editing in this will be minimal, I feel. Oh, shambolic. Yeah. yeah, it'll be shambolic. Yeah. No, we, just like our beer knowledge... Oh, we will not know no. what we are doing. Again, I feel like yummy is going to circulate a lot in this oh, podcast. Mate, uh, worrying is, is that it's <laughs> seeping into my brain. I confirm the mattress. <laughs> right. Should we, um, should we crack on yeah, and open uh, yeah, one of these beers? So, so we've got two beers. Do you want to, do you want to talk no, about No, no, no. Uh, you you go for it. You go for it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open mine. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, that smash. Oh, right. So... The first beer is by a brewery called Fizz. It's called Day Shift. It's an American pale ale. It's a 5%er for any of these people who think 4%ers are, are just a little bit too light for your interests. 440 milliliter can. It's 
it's quite a nice can. It's got a um, what's that? What is that? Is that a eagle's head with it's, a suit on? It's a vulture, but I just I That's don't know what's gone on. Clearly, don't like, know my birds. What has? Oh my god! <laughs> right. So, for the purpose the purpose of the listener, uh, clearly shows how much we know about beer. Is that Owen's just poured one of the worst beers I've ever seen in my life? That is a quarter beer and three quarter. I don't understand. I don't even know how. The, I think I think someone's put fairy liquid at the bottom of this because <laughs> I just don't understand. It's a chest of sabotage. <laughs> yeah, all your, all your wine glasses. Yeah. Um, the sheer thought that of a podcast, someone might see it. It's elaborate plausible. <laughs> I just don't. I'm just going to leave it and hope that it sorts itself <laughs> out. Do you um? Do you want to talk about a little bit about what? This uh, beer is frost. Yeah, yeah. Whilst I pour mine. Yeah, well, uh, probably far more successfully than I do. Um, <laughs> as you say, it's um, it's done by Fierce Brewery. Uh, they're up in Aberdeen. They've got bars in Edinburgh, Aberdeen, funny enough, and Manchester. I have actually been. See, look again. Sorry, yeah. just for Once again context. I think it might be the beer, you know. Well, see, that's it. Surely two expertise in craft beer. <laughs> Can't, I mean, I've worked on bar before. I've done one bar shift at West Ham Football Ground, so I know what I'm you how know to pour Exactly, and this is this has gone atrociously. Yeah. So, um, But no, as I was saying, I've, they've actually got a bar up in Edinburgh, uh, which I've been to. It opened just, I think, not too long before... Um, lockdown really went i think it was the start of this year so it's not been open for for, for ages but really really nice cool mm. little place um I, I think what i quite like about them from what they say is that the brewing started out just in their kitchen and now they can do over eight hundred thousand liters a year so they've they've really kicked on and they've got kind of the, what they're all about they have four sort of categories of beer that they do the one we're in um and we're trying to so the first one they've got is a hop forward that is this fierce beer we're trying today. Then they've got fruit and sours, stouts and porters, and seasonals and specials. Mm. So uh, they've got a bit of variety to them. Um, yeah. 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 So as Owen said, they were, they were brewed in Aberdeen. Uh, yeah. Like I said, um, I just found out that they've not long been doing this. 2016, they were found in. Yeah. Um, I'd actually like to watch them pour a pint because right now it's uh, it's one of the foamiest pints or foamiest I, beers I've ever, I've ever, ever poured in my life. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not sure I can, I can sort of even begin to drink this yet but a quick early review if you you know pour it do the hoovering <laughs> yeah, come, back, come back it to might, it it might, it might have then you know simmered yeah interestingly uh when you look online for this day shift now it does say it's not an american pale any pale owl anymore they've gone for um i think it's just called a hazy ipa so I think I think it's slightly different i i think it'll be nice when we kind of finally are able to tuck into it Oh, right, because see, I've read on the can, and this is something I've learned today. Okay. Uh, is that they done dry hops, or dry hopping, if you will, which apparently uh, eradicates the bitterness taste. Oh, really? Okay. So, I don't like, obviously, I'm, once again, I think we've said this about a thousand times now, but we, we're not knowledgeable on, on beers no. or, or the no. actual process of uh, actually making them. But um, dry hopping is apparently just to extract a lot of the beer's bitterness out and get a lot more uh, citrus taste. So, you know, learn something. Podcast number one, and I've already, I've already done. Right, I'm going to go in for a sip. Uh, apologies. You go for it. It looks, it looks good. It looks very cloudy. Uh, it, I mean, the foam is just unbelievable. It's huge. Mm. But it smells good. It smells very citrusy. Yeah. I haven't actually had a taste yet because the head on mine is still... 
you just got to power through it. You know, you just got to power through it. You just got to power through it, mate. So yeah, that's actually really quite nice. And for a five percent, mm, yeah. for a five percent beer, that's that's got a lot of flavour to it. I feel. Yeah. What What would be your um? Sorry, going away from the uh, the actual day shift here. What would be your perfect percentage? I, 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 do you know what? I quite. It depends what you're in the mood for, though, doesn't it? If you're going for something that you're going to sip and have a bit more flavour to, then obviously mm. you'll go for a higher percentage. But I think anything between five and six is quite a nice compromise to it. Mm. So, well, what about yourself? <laughs> it's good conversation. Yeah, exactly. that we're having here. Forget the podcast. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this conversation between you and I. Um, it depends, really. I kind of like. I like a nice five point. Oh, five percent. But if I'm just chilling at home, I tend to go for the lower ones. Just a second. maybe that just says something. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, maybe just says something about my threshold. No, um, I kind of. I mean, I'm a big fan of the Hazy Janes. Oh well, uh, my brew dog, obviously. I, th- I thought that's what but, you uh, drank sort of exclusively for a couple of months. Oh, I'm waiting for the sponsorship money <laughs> to kick in. I open the fact that I've mentioned it now. They'll um, they'll throw it in for free. But this bit actually, you know, didn't start well with the foam. No, it's still not really settled down for but me. But... but it's actually, I, I actually, it's really smooth yeah, for me. Yeah. I, got, I don't know about yeah. you. Um, yummy. <laughs> it's, it's yummy-ish. It's yummy-ish. It's yummy-ish. It's got a hint of the yummy in it, yeah. It is very citrusy, actually. Yeah. I don't know whether that says much about it. Uh, actually, you said it wasn't an American Pale Ale, right? No, I'm saying so this is an American Pale Ale. Uh, can yeah. we've got, but if you go onto Fierce's website and look to order any directly, it's uh, they've now rebranded it as a hazy IPA. Ah, so I see. So I think it's slightly different. Again, I don't know much. I tried to call a friend earlier that's far more knowledgeable about this to, <laughs> to try and sound like I knew what I was talking about, but he um, he didn't yeah. answer. So I think it's it, it sort of hits everything you want an American Palau to do. It's got bold flavours. It does have that fruitiness. I know what you're saying about the dry hop, but I still I still think it's quite bitter. No, I'm not getting much bitterness. I don't know. Where, well, you probably got a more refined palate. No, I don't think so. I think my palate is <laughs> than myself. But uh, maybe that's just all the foam that you're inhaling right now. But I, I'm, I'm into this, actually. I was sort of... Where, what would be the best scenario you would probably have this? It'd probably be either on like a night, on like a day out, a bit of a day drinking scenario i reckon yeah yeah i reckon that or festival wise i think it's a good festival beer yeah i mean a fancy Ooh. festival beer couple of these yeah. and then like 48 pack of cold <laughs> yeah. yeah so oh no i said carlsberg we no, said we were gonna... <laughs> you're off i'm sorry <laughs> myself out. i'm sorry this podcast oh. now is exclusively uh hosted by, by myself <laughs> I knew you'd try and ask me out. I just thought you'd wait at least. I'm surprised I lasted this long, if I'm honest. (laughs) So. But, you know, I I like the fact, I mean, in fairness, I think most beers we're going to try. I don't think, obviously, craft beer has been around since forever, but the recent surgency only really happened in the past, like, 10 years, I reckon. So a lot of of the beers we probably taste are probably going to be made in the past 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Again, and I love love the fact living in Edinburgh, um, it's just like probably anywhere you are, but the breweries around here are fantastic. Really, Mm. really sort of some strong ones. And uh, again, I think that just goes up to, it shows it's an Aberdeen brewery. It it just shows you that these sort of craft beers are popping up everywhere and there's strong breweries across the country. Um, Mm. And and kind of long may that continue because I think it's really interesting when you go from city to city now and you're able to try these sort of different beers that you're not able to get 
your hands on in your supermarkets mm. or your local pubs. I, I, I love that. Love going to sort of, uh, well, when we could mm. go to other cities, trying, trying what was there. Yeah, I guess, obviously, you always, it's stuff with like vintage clothing as well. You always want something that's a little bit unique mm. when you're, um, especially when you're on holiday as well, or like you're going to a, to a city break, you don't want to still want to have the same stuff. No. Um, I mean, I've only been to Edinburgh once, but the amount of different beers that there are, it's just I mean, insane. Then, insane. We didn't leave. I, I only met you and Gemma for, for a quick hour. Yeah. And uh, that, that kind of quickly... It escalated very quickly. Very, very quickly. Very quickly. But it was that, I think very that goes quick. to show you that sort of bar we went into. Um, any any listeners in Edinburgh will know, I'm sure, the Hanging Bat. Uh, fantastic place. Again, it's just what I really like about it is that they rotate the menu so you can find something you absolutely love. Yeah. And then it's gone the next week. But then you find something else you absolutely love rather than you kind of, I mm. feel like you can get into a bit of a rut with the same sort of drinks. Yeah, you won't stagnate, yeah, will no. you? And do you know what I love about that place? You 100% know what I love. I know what you love. And it's the only time that I'll ever say that about um, any sort of restaurant or, you know, somewhere to dine out is the the toilet. The toilets (laughs) were, the urinals were like cut open kegs. And that spoke to me. That spoke to me volumes. And I don't know why. I still I don't know why I feel the need to send you a picture of the toilet. You do. You send me a picture of the toilet. Every every time time I'm in there. And every time I feel the mixed pot of jealousy and rage <laughs> and just wishing I was there. I guess that's jealousy, but it's good. So actually, I've jotted down this part of my mini beer research. Good food pairings okay. for the American parallel. That's right. We've gone into oh my food God. already. Bloody, we are diversifying. We're, mate, the portfolio on this is going to be, we're going to get them everywhere, everywhere. Won't know what to do with us. So apparently American Pale Ale is good for roasted or grilled meats. Didn't specify, just meats, said meats. Right. So, you know, you've got a nice lamb, chicken, anything. anything right, okay, yeah. So we've got mild cheddar. Mild cheddar. Like mild cheddar, apparently. apparently I can kind of get that with this sort of Yeah, situation. yeah, I can, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Bit of cheese on toast. With a, the with a connoisseur. Or the, um, you are, yeah. Connoisseur. I'm in it now. Um, and apple, apple pie. pie. Apple pie apparently goes really well with an American pie. Really? Out. But I'm not a massive fan of apple pie. Ooh. Apple pie and apple strudel. I know. I, what? I know it's probably, I think we're going to get a lot of people switched off already, but um, that and cheesecake, I just don't. Right. Care. Okay. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> What do you mean you don't like cheesecake? What do you know? This goes oh, beyond. Shit. I don't. Right. I, pro- <laughs> I probably should have waited till about episode ten. People are going to switch off immediately. I just don't. I don't see the big deal. What do you mean? I don't. I just don't see the big deal. It, oh. like, people go nuts for it. Oh. Go nuts. For yeah, it. of course, because it's fucking delicious. What do you mean? It's unreal. No, no, no. 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 I mean, it's what sort of cheesecake are you having? Cheese. I'm not though. Oh. That's the thing. I've had it. I had it once in my life. Once. And I've You're basing this decision. on once. Once. Where did you? Yeah, get I had it, it from? once when I was. I was six years old. Oh right. Yeah. This is it. I um, can't. I can't do this. What do you mean? You're. You've based such a massive life decision, and it is massive. Not eating cheesecake mm. because you're depriving mm. yourself of just yumminess. And yes. Yum- and do you know what, Owen? I've done. Th- I've done less for worse, or worse for less, even. All right. And I'm. Happy to admit that. I can't believe you. I, I can't the, believe you. I want the whole pissing cheesecake haters of the world unite and take over because I know I'm not the only one. I know. No, I, I, and I, people, people are going to come up to me in the street now and go, you have liberated me. 
you have liberated me yes, because, from today's uh, because society. that trailer we have now we, uh, the, we have reached the man on the street with one trailer honestly I was a little bit annoyed that I wasn't spotted whilst going on my runs each <laughs> afternoon then actually realised and this is an honest to god thing I was like no one's spotted me yet I'm on Spotify but then I realised that podcast is a is an audio medium Yes. No. No. I would. No. No. Oh, I would. Go on, only you um, and I can see each other at the minute. So yeah, I should just be walking down the street, just either playing the trailer, like like walking down like Tobey Maguire in Spider Man Three, shooting my hands <laughs> off to people, or just like shouting. See, uh, so they know my. Well, I, I had the reaction I expected. I because um, Scotland, we're not in proper lockdown at the minute. I was able to meet a friend for uh, coffee and lunch uh, yesterday. So the trailer had been live for a few hours, and he brought along a pen and paper for me to give him his autograph. For me to give him my <laughs> autograph, and I thought that was an appropriate response. You hold on to that friend and never let them go, because I would have cried <laughs> if that was me. I, would I have, have made it. Yes. Okay, so Owen Frost, Owen Frost, uh, co-host of the Anyone But Chester podcast. What did you actually think? Now we finished the day shift. Yeah, I think? thought it was uh, thought it was a good bit. Really sort of fond of it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm not sure it's one of my favourites, but again, I, I think it does go to what they were trying to say. I think it's very, it's got that bold flavour to it. I do see what you mm. mean. It, uh, to me, it was it was quite smooth and soft, but I, I don't know, probably because my palate is so incorrect i i was getting a little bit of bitterness to it i i thought it was quite a bitter beer mm. um in parts towards the back um but yeah re- really sort of liked it um I, i'm a big fan yeah it was all right um it started well then it got a little bit bland yeah yeah uh, the phone the phone yeah really i i have but... to agree i have to agree with you but the next beer that we've got coming up um i know is a pretty big deal um in edinburgh um, so this is mm. actually um, brewed where I live in Leith. So um, it's really, if you go to a lot of the bars around here, it's really quite a, a dominant brewery. Yeah, so oh, it's, okay. it's it's um, it, it's pretty it's pretty much everywhere. Can you get it in a lot of restaurants? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember to be fair. But you get it yeah, in yeah, you get in a lot of shops. A lot of bars yeah. uh, serve pilot. So this oh. is. I'm yeah, yes. Yeah. As you open it, open I'll it. continue um, to say my yeah. very sort of brief knowledge of it. But it was started in 2013, so it's been a bit around a little bit longer than uh, Fears have, but not, not by much. And the two guys that opened it, uh, they believed that the market sort of brewing, they could do something a bit different in brewing. Um, so that's where Pilot was born. Again, as I say, it's made in Leaf, uh, where I live in Edinburgh. Again, I, there, it's really, really dominant here. There's other camp, uh, other breweries we've got around here, such as Campervan, uh, which I personally prefer. But there's something that makes Pilot very special, and I'm really excited to find out why. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've you know I've done a bit, a tiny bit, a sentence worth of research. So yeah, the two guys who who created it, Matt Johnson and Patrick Jones, have you mentioned? Uh, I said two guys. I didn't mention their names. Oh, so I was pouring. Right, okay, that's good, yeah. So they studied, and I can't believe that I didn't know this, that was, a, was an option for me. <laughs> they were they met while studying for master's degrees in brewing and distilling, well, yeah, distilling but, yeah, in but 2012. Yeah, but back when we were 
Back when Unreal. we were at university, we thought Budweiser was... That's true, actually. When I saw Budweiser on tap, I lost exactly. my shit. I got <laughs> on tap. I, I thought that was the best thing. So if Jesus has read a... Re- like, a Jesus come back, Jesus come back, I still reckon if I'd seen Bud on tap that day, it would have been... The Bud on tap would have been the best Yeah, list. 100%. That was it. By far. No, no By it was kind of done. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So yeah. I took the first sip of The Fierce. Why don't you take... The first one yeah, of the pilot. Sure. So, I'm excited for this. I have no, I, 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 myself. I, I, you know, I, li- I don't live for the context of the listener. I don't live with Owen or live near him. I live in Southampton, so this one was hard to acquire. Uh, it's a blonde beer, which is actually one of my favourite types of beer. I couldn't explain just... why. I just kind of like the taste, and I like the fact it, it looks a little bit cloudy. It looks a little bit darker than the I, uh, like the American yeah. IPA. It's a it's a four percenter, so I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm kind of a big fan of that. It's uh, what was it three hundred and thirty milliliter can? So I'm go- I'm going to taste it. No, you taste it. So while you're tasting it, I'll say something I thought was quite interesting is that it's um it's an oatmeal pale. So what I think is quite interesting about that is that they're typically used in a uh, look. I have just found this off the internet, but um, they're traditionally used in stouts, and the reason for that is it okay. adds a creamy texture. Um, and it adds a little bit to the hoppiness. So I don't know if you got that through that sip, but it's it's more used in stouts than it is in sort of IPAs. Mm, I'm getting a like a I don't I just probably now that you've said it, but I'm getting a little bit oaty aftertaste for me. But that may just be because you've said it, and now it's psychological. <laughs> I think it's very creamy. I think uh, that is that's yeah. a really. I prefer that beer to the fierce beer we've mm. just had. This one tastes stronger. It's really. I don't know why. I think there's, they've done really well with getting the sort of the bold flavours, and I do think mm. there is there's a definite bitterness to this beer, and I'm a, I really quite like a bitter beer. I've, I'm getting that vibe now. Yeah, it only took half an episode. You're getting <laughs> the, the vibe that you re- really do need that bitterness. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of on the opposite bit. I like the bit. In fairness, I like the bitterness in this, but if I find it too overpowering, it's just like I can't taste anything else. Okay. That's fair enough. But I do not find that, again... Just a snowflake now. I'm just a millennial <laughs> yeah. snowflake who only wants my beer to be tasty. <laughs> well, no, yummy. I thought we agreed on yummy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yummy. Yummy, yummy, licious. Yeah, yummy, delicious. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think this is um, a really clever beer. For something that's only 4%, mm. it packs a lot of flavour. It does, it does. And um, obviously, we're going to put these two beers up on the socials. Yeah. Anyone but Chester on Instagram. Anyone but Chester all over case, just FYI. So if you want to go and try, hopefully we'll get a link out. We got them. I don't know if we can say the, the site. Well, we can't really. Yeah, we're not yeah, we're yeah. So we, we went on beermerchant.com yeah. uh, for, for the beers. Obviously, people may have craft beer shops that are open. Yeah. They may be able to acquire it. So if you're more than welcome to drink them along with us and uh, tell us your thoughts. Yeah, I, but, yeah, I think obviously this will... Um, I'm assuming for our 20 followers or however many we have, we'll put this on before the episode goes live. Mm, and then yeah. they're able to get themselves some beers from that, then uh, then brilliant. But that's where we kind of got the these yeah. from. Uh, I've got a feeling no one's going to do No, that, I don't know. But, but, <laughs> but yeah, we've got, got it. <laughs> I'm not doing it for them. No, well, well, that's for the next we're, bit. We're doing it for the merch. We're doing it for the merch, which actually probably brings us on to the good good idea. Actually, we didn't actually discuss this at all. We kind of said it in the trailer, and now it's just sort of snowballed that we're just 
going to push merch. Yeah. But we've not actually discussed what merch. I reckon we should probably do. Obviously, the generic crap of like t-shirts and hoodies and mugs. But we should really go niche of like finding things that we can sponsor that no one else sponsors. Okay. And just go. Okay. So we need to find stuff uh, that's. I don't know. I mean, I don't have anything on the top of my head. Cheesecake. But we are not sponsoring <laughs> cheesecake. If you sponsor cheesecake. <laughs> I we're not sponsoring will... cheesecake. We're we're trying to get sponsors from cheesecake <laughs> and then peddle it. Honestly, I would burn this podcast <laughs> to the ground than have it be sponsored by some cheesecake. Even if we were in the red, and I mean the red, <laughs> like where I have to declare bankruptcy, I will. From what I, I twenty pound a month outlay to buy these bins, <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> it's yeah. too much. I, I it's think much. Uh, the merch I'd like to pedal. I, I want to get that um, cover art of Chester out there because, it, yeah, I mean, he's good. mocked me for spending a day trying to do it, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Mm. I mean, if yeah, if anyone zooms in on it, my particular favourite bit is the butt crack white line. <laughs> <laughs> which I know you would have to individually draw, oh yeah which is so weird when you think about it like he was just sitting there just drawing I'm an artist I do it <laughs> you're like no stone left on turn, I guess. so um no but I think I think uh something with that on again I I think it so calls back to just anything to spite Chester something that I mm. we could sell pedal that infuriates yeah. that man uh, that's kind of what mm. I want. What about a guillotine? <laughs> a lovely guillotine. So, the, so the chop comes out, right. and then we have some sort of sound. So it goes shum, sponsored by. I love it. Right, but wait, no, no, no. This is this is the wrong way round. That means we're giving people money. We want to be given oh, money. Yeah. We want to. Well, no, no, no. We need. Well, you know what I'm thinking is merch wise. We can also sell us up. We so sell we're selling guillotines. guillotines. We're in that business. We're going to sell guillotines. I assume they go for a pretty penny. Well, so. I, I, yeah, I've yeah. not seen one in a while, but. Well, there we go. <laughs> there's a, it's there's like, a who can be penny farthings? Penny farthings? <laughs> you know, those like cycles with a big wheel on it? So wait, are you just... What you're doing is getting old inventions and things that have already been made yeah. and just reintroducing them. I'm going to go from the 1800s and work my way up. <laughs> Next will be a tuppence. Work my way down. I reckon guillotines are the way to go. Guillotines. Well, we'll see what our 12 listeners think. We'll see if, mm. we'll see if there's a demand for it. Yeah, please do message in your ideas for new merch. Uh, anyone but Chester at hotmail.com. Yeah, or just just put, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Or just put it on just put it on Instagram. Just spam spam the pictures because again, the biggest mm. reason. Well, there are two reasons we're doing this: one to annoy Chester, but two for the merch. So anything Obviously. you want that we can sell, well, we kind of want to peddle it. Yeah, oh, but just okay. to just to before we bring on our guest final thoughts on the pilot blonde i actually really like yeah. it i say that as if i'm surprised i was gonna like the blonde beer anyway but um yeah really big fan of it actually might actually buy more of these because they're in a nice 330 milliliter can i don't know i just really prefer 330 milliliter yeah can. It's, i don't know why it's a bit more you, um, it's more i think accessible is the wrong word but you're not committed if that's the right way to say to a beer the, yeah yeah, yeah yeah no okay it's um yeah i really enjoyed it i think it's probably my favorite one out of yep. the two not that the day shift wasn't bad but i don't know this one packed like you said packed yeah. a punch the only thing i'd probably say is that it is it feels quite heavy like i've had one and it feels yeah quite heavy. i see i see what you're saying that it's not something that i would go to the pub and get loads of 
or sit mm, and have loads yeah, of one, one or two. I think two's perfect. You have it. Yeah. It's a pretty you, you enjoy the flavour of it. Um, and then I think I'm 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 kind of ready to move on. Do you want to know it's um, food pairs? Please, which is now yeah, mine. I love this. I am, I'm a big of, fan uh, of, of, of the podcast. Right, so this is probably why it's uh, so blonde parallel food pairings. Right, right? spaghetti and meatballs. Oh big fan. yes, big fan. Yeah, yes. big fan. Didn't know about that. Monterey Jack cheese, which I believe is the cheese with like the, the bits of chili Sorry, or spicy stuff smoky, in the middle. I've never actually had it myself. Smoky cheese. I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, I've never actually okay. had it myself. And um, chocolate chip cookies. Really. Yeah. yeah, chocolate chip cookies apparently are really good with a blonde blonde. I think, yeah. Didn't know that. I didn't know, know it. I mean, so. look at us. We, we said... <laughs> didn't know anything about these. <laughs> we were, as we said, we're kind of we're kind of uh, here to learn about beer, and look mm. at that. We've already learned so much. I'm I'm happy with. Well, obviously, I was always going to be happy, but you know, it's been been a lot of fun. Also, just on a side note, before we uh, probably wrap up the first segment, is I actually I forgot to mention this. Did I? Have you Googled anyone but Chess? No. Right, so I Googled it uh, after the trailer came out. And this is where probably we're, we're going to have to put on a website. But the first two that come up, and are you ready for this? I'm not sure. Right, I really so don't first, know, am I? First one, uh, first one that comes up when typing anyone but Chess. It might have changed now, but this is the first okay. one prior a week ago. Right, headline. Can you really shoot a Welsh person with a longbow after midnight in Chester? Was the most popular search for anyone but Chester. Anyone but Chester. I don't know about you, but I don't want to create content that's going to go over that because that needs a lot. That more does. I mean, than, I didn't realise you could shoot someone before no. midnight. It's all the no, difference, though. Midnight, so. I mean, ten to midnight. That's just scandalous. 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 <laughs> I, the, the police are trolling <laughs> yeah. people with longbows. <laughs> Like how many people own longbows in Chester? Maybe, it's an maybe, maybe sort of where you say, oh, do you want to come around for a kickabout when you're younger? It's like, oh, do you want to... <laughs> <laughs> do you want to yeah, take the longbows yeah. out for a spin? Let's find those damn Welsh. Yeah. Or the Davises have moved in next door. Let's, um, let's get them in. I don't no. think we're going to... I don't no. think we're going to press these I don't, think I don't think we are either. Well, that was great. I really enjoyed those beers, and I think it is time... Mm for us to introduce the first guest onto the podcast. I'm, I'm excited. excited. I'm Ladies excited. and gentlemen, uh, we're going to take a very short break. Um, and when we get back, we are going to have the one, the only, Tom Wilcox. Thomas Wilcox, friend of ours, friend of the podcast. Um, very excited. Anyone who knows him, you're, I mean, anyone who doesn't know him, you're in. I honestly don't know how we've already gone over on what we need to do to edit this out. We've, this might this be, could be with Will Cox on here. This yeah. could go on forever. <laughs> so I, I hope you've left a big pile of washing up to do. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are strapping in for a two-hour podcast. Oh, by the same right. Time. Well, um, yeah, Tom Wilcox. Can't wait. wait. Let's get him on. Tom Wilcox, hello. 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 Welcome to Anyone But Chester podcast, our first guest. Honoured. Thank you. Anything to spite Chester is fine by me. I love that you are on board, on board with this whole spiting Chester mm. thing already. I feel like this podcast Big... could have been about anything, as long as you said, oh, to spite Chester, mm. count me in. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's a pleasure. I think, I mean, we spoke a lot in uh, the first segment of this podcast, Wilcox, about how excited we were to have you on. 
um, no, no. and I am I am just I can't tell you that it's um, it's something that I've been looking forward to all week. Mm. So oh. thank you very much for joining us. I would like to say thank you for adding more pressure on. Okay, the idea of this being nervous enough as it is for me. So you know, thank you. Well, to add even more pressure on to you, Wilcox, yeah. I mean, this is a little look behind the curtain for the listeners yet again in this episode. It's been a couple of days since we recorded the first part to this part. And in that time, Matt and I have uh, realized we've broken America. So you are speaking to America mm. right now. You're so speaking to is- tens of Americans right now. <laughs> tens. So, so if that makes you feel any better, Wilcox, that you are speaking to America, I hope that puts you at ease. I, I feel in the verge of a panic attack, but thank you, Owen, for for that. <laughs> so, I think Matt has. Uh, I, I mean, I, I assume that you've heard from our wonderful trailer that went down so well. Uh, what the process? What we've got you on here for mm. is to talk about your dream bar, your ideal bar, what you look for, kind of beers you go for. Just things like that. And again, it's just a general sort of chat as well. I just, sorry, just before we start this off, I just wanted to ask Tom Wilcox, our first guest, if just as just a personal question, obviously I've known you probably since I was three years old, context for the listener, probably three or four years old. You've known Owen for about 12 years, maybe. Right? 12 years. Good yeah. friends. 12 good years. friends. I'm just going to ask you an honest question. And I know you'll be honest with me. If we hadn't asked you to be a guest on this podcast, would you have listened to the trailer? <laughs> I can, what I can say is I would have listened to the show. I didn't even know there was a trailer, if I'm being totally honest. Because when yeah. I asked you, what's this about? You said, why haven't you checked the trailer? Yeah. What? I, d- this, I didn't this, know there was one. This question was a smoking gun. I knew the answer to it. I just wanted <laughs> the rest of the listeners to know that our dear friend, who we, when when we started this podcast, we were like, we need to get Tom on, first guest, and to return the favour, um, he asked me, what's it about? I said, have you not listened to the trailer? There's a trailer? <laughs> well, and even, we even put it in the group chat that mm. we all have, so you've clearly ignored it. Yeah. Did yeah. I just say, I clicked on it, I, oh, I don't it. listen to Couldn't be bothered. Couldn't be bothered. Just start, wait, uh, the, the, whatever. Don't listen to the podcast. Thought, as I knew I was the guest for the first episode, thought there's nothing to hear yet. Right. Well, you're on the sort of map, I guess. <laughs> Uh, going in fresh, I guess. Mm. So yeah, as I mean, uh, as Owen said, we're the imaginary architects or builders. I'd say we're builders, and you're the architects of this bar. You tell us what to build, and we will build it. No structure whatsoever. You give us it, we will do it. No matter what it is, we're going to build it. There's a lot of pressure on us as builders here, Matt. I, I can't put up a shelf, and now I'm expected <laughs> to build like this bar. So did you not? Did, did you not listen to those YouTube videos that I sent you? No. On how well, to build imaginary bars? Well, you well, no, I've not. I've just had 28 years of my father's constant disappointment <laughs> at me for well, not being fuel, able to <laughs> yeah. feel the rage inside you that we're going to build this. Okay, so do you understand the premise, Tom? Well, after watching the trailer. Listening to the trailer. <laughs> listening to the trailer. <laughs> to the trailer. Uh, yes, I need to create my own bar, uh, ideal bar for myself, as you have very well explained. Okay, well, let's get cracking then. Mm. Time is of the essence. We, don't, we said it in the previous one. We don't want this to be a two-hour podcast as much as we would want it to be. Let's go. First question, let's kick it off. What sort of size bar would you have? So it's an empty plot of land. You can have a small bar, you know, a medium-sized bar, or a massive nightclub, if you wish. 
sort of what size would you want it or what what kind of size of a bar do you like going into well good question well now you know me better than anyone any sort of kind of nightclub bar i mean that's that's just not me is it I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go off the bat and say i've got a very clear vision okay. you know me i'm a history teacher a big history fan gonna have to be some sort of historical angle so for me medieval underground bar i'm underground underground, underground. are we talking like neon rave medieval bar no no see that, right there. that is a blend i would like to see because any underground bars i assume just play house music no and i've never heard medieval house unless that's a niche market that i need to get into. i mean we'll be discussing medieval music at a later point <laughs> at, later. <laughs> at a later point uh, i don't want to kind of bombard you with too much all in one go but no, so when I think of a medieval underground bar, I'm thinking along the lines of like the Edinburgh Caverns, if you know what they are. Actually, Owen, you'll be able to tell I me what are they? Know what they are. They're fucking terrifying, Tom. I'm not sure that's where I would <laughs> no. want to go for a drink. No, um, right. you want to be on edge. Tom wants you to be on edge. Right, so, yeah, I, I, so <laughs> don't know. So, Tom, for context, I went into one last year. It was at the Fringe, and we went on a cavern tour. And they said, we went into one of the caverns, and they said, this is where the witches practice and keep out the evil demon. For context, for everyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, are they called the caverns, first of all? I don't want to... I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I so, think so. So the, they're like these underground stone um, buildings. <laughs> now they're used for haunted tours of ghosts and stuff. That's not what they were actually used for back in the day. What they were actually used for was just there were shops and living quarters down there for the poorest. And everything that the tourists... And I, I've done that that ghost tour. It's very terrifying. I would recommend it. It's great fun. It's also a load of nonsense. Okay? It's not haunted. It's great. Put a few tables in there. Get a bit of candles in. Beautiful. That is... <laughs> so, <laughs> I can see okay. there's a lot of skepticism. Okay. Right. It. That's your bar. Okay. It's your bar. Do what you want. Yeah. All I'm saying, you're like, oh, welcome. Loads of listeners, really welcoming. And first statement, first answer is no, no. utter derision. No, it's not. I mean, no, I mean, I mean, it's just that I'm, I'm all for it being underground. It's just those caverns are terrifying. Mm. It would look like the caverns. I'm not saying they literally have to be the caverns. Not with that sort of edible rental prices. But that's the kind of feel okay i want that's to go. the feel you're going for okay so do you want do you want that fear like aspect of it let me paint you a word picture okay. <laughs> okay i want tapestries in the walls i want a fireplace i want a bit like october festival just long long tables wooden tables um with benches to sit alongside and it you know once you've got the fire brewing and stuff like that I, it's gonna be cozy it's gonna be cozy okay i when i depicted these questions yeah. and I asked bar size and I said small, medium, or large. I mainly expected people to just go small, medium, large. Well, I'm going... You basically gave me a whole fucking bar already. A medium size <laughs> bar. Well, I think, I think there's no point starting with the size. You've got to talk about what the bar is. It's a vision. Well, because there's no point well, me going through your, your questions. Like, oh, it's medium. It will serve this beer. And then right at the end, you go, oh, BTW, guys. It's also going to be medieval themed. That should be the opening gambit, really. Sounds like you're shaming me. Yeah, I, I, my I, questions. I, I feel I, like you're getting a bit of a bit of shade thrown on you there, Matt. I didn't realise you were going to be this much of a diva <laughs> when we asked you. <laughs> but you know, short bar, do whatever you want. I've sort of switched off now. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. So let's go on before I get really more well, more offended. So obviously, 
we've got this underground medieval bar mm. with a lot of tapestry, wooden tables, fire burning. Still don't Which know the size of it, Matt. We still, still don't. Well, yeah, actually, still don't know the size. Question. I'm not skipping past question one about getting a definitive answer. Do you want? Obviously, it's underground. What? How? What size do you want this underground bar to be? Medium. Medium. <laughs> right now, we're just going to edit everything before that <laughs> yeah. and just have the word medium. Yeah. This will show <laughs> no, you. No, it'll yeah. be fine. I will give very precise, sign no, 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 clinical no, no, no. answers. No, no, no. It will be great. You, you just it. do you. Yeah, you just do you. I'm kind. Of, in fairness, you're right. I should have asked the theme. Um, so I'm glad you brought it up first time, even though it's really offensive. So the second question. So he's he's just going to look at you for this question, Matt, and go. Well, I've already given you the answer to this. Well, he's not. He's not. You see, because okay. I'm looking for the ambience or ambiance, if you will, of this bar. So do you want obviously medieval theme? But how many people do you want in this? Do you want it to be a nice cheery atmosphere? Do you want a packed crowd, a lot of sweaty bodies in there? It's already underground. You don't really want to be sweating more than you have to. Well, I mean. It depends. Like, if we're going fully imaginary, then yeah, it would be a cheery atmosphere. But I'm also a businessman, Matt. And I, I thought you were going to say I'm a realist and I understand <laughs> the world is a fucking miserable place. The world isn't ready for my medieval bar. <laughs> See, now that's the sort of negativity that isn't going to make this bar work. Okay? I'm glad you invited me on to your entrepreneurial endeavor. When I'm on mine, I am going to be casting yeah, you out, <laughs> out in the cold. Don't see, yeah, only us could see anxiety into an imaginary bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, Wilcox. So crowded with the intent of, you know, crowded. making the money. Okay, so the in terms of the ambience, what I'm going for, I'm going for a cheery atmosphere. Will, you know, there will be themed nights as well. Oh, I can talk about that later. I don't know when you think that's going to be an accurate time. So there is, for example, in London, there is some sort of medieval themed venue that does this sort of stuff. But it sounds rubbish because they give you like this kind of budget get up clothes to wear. They have people dressed up, but, you know, like kind of A-level actors or out of work um, actors serving you. I'm not going for that. I need to strike the right balance between just being a very cool place to be, which is contrary to what Owen might think, and pure novelty. So most days it would just be a normal pub with a kind of, or a normal bar with this kind of cool background going on. But there will be theme nights as well. Okay, so live music, and all live music would be performed by a medieval-esque band, Man With A Liar, that sort of thing. There's a, I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's a little subgenre of music out there called bardcore, where people oh. cover modern day music yeah. but in medieval yeah. style and you got all sorts i was just listening to gangster's paradise before coming on here to get you in the mood mm, to get you mood. yeah mm. ready for this yeah just want to put a footnote in there for any sort of staff that work in these medieval restaurants who have actually chosen that as a profession and wilcox has just unendatingly offended you as an out of work actor <laughs> Um, good on you. Good on you. You get them. All right. Don't listen. To Follow them. your dreams. You get them. Yeah. Follow your dreams. Let your wings spread. I think that you Fly. guys sound worse. If I was an out of work actor, I think I'd be more offended by your kind of plucky optimism than than what I said. Just throwing it out there. Luckily, I don't really think we appeal to the out of work no. actor realm. No. So the medieval worker realm, we do. Yes, not the out of work actor. Um, yeah. so, 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 what are these themes you're going for then, Wilcox? So by themes, I don't mean necessarily 
like probably themes the wrong word but kind of like novelty events like once a month so you've got the live music acts where you could do evenings where you have to say seated because everything is just in candlelit so we're going for a full cozy film in which case you know health and safety you know it's maybe imaginary but fires happen in imaginary bars as well but they do Underground fire. Especially in the yeah, tapestry, that's just a nightmare. Mm. You know, underground as well. So candle lit, you could have medieval-themed banquets as well. So, you know, full roast dinners followed by an evening of drinking. You could have um, you could have entertaining acts like kind of the medieval-themed fire throwers or stuff like that or gymnasts. You know, they're, they're, there's a lot to work with. I like this. There's also a lot of fire. Mm. In an underground. So you want a log? For, you want a log fire, candles, and a fire. It is going to be hot. You are going to. Yeah, that bar is. You're going to be. It's sweating. also going to be set in flames after day one. <laughs> Hope you've insured this imaginary bar. I'm, I mean, I'm I know health. I can't afford. Later, but I mean, come on. I can't afford imaginary insurance, but <laughs> <laughs> luckily we're imaginary insurance oh, as well. Um, no, so the candlelit evening and the fire throw evening are separate. You know, I'm not not an animal. Yeah, you thought this yeah. through. So, like, yeah. to me, that that that's that's some kind of interesting entertainment. You wouldn't have that all the time. That would be like every month, one of those events would happen because otherwise, it becomes a novelty right. bar. And I don't want my medieval underground bar being considered ridiculous. No, of course not. That would mm. be absurd. Yeah, yeah. No. You don't want the regular punters to be like, "This is getting." You remember when this used to be just a normal medieval <laughs> bar? <laughs> this kind of detracts from the entertainment you're having mm. them, but I think it's. Well, quite possibly one of the most important things that a pub or a bar you have to do. And we'd like to know if you, you've got to serve one drink out of the following. Mm. So you have got to serve one beer, one cocktail, and one wine. So what mm. are you bringing to that medieval bar? Mm. What what are your beers? We're down in the cellar. Mm. We're waiting to know what you want to be pumped in. So ideally, it wouldn't be beer at all. It would be mm. mead. But um, I've never drank mead. It's not bad. I've the only restaurants. Yeah, have you I've, had, I've had mead. Well, I mean, it's it's okay. It's it's. Um, I think I've had honey mead, or it's made from honey, something like that. Um, yeah, it's quite it is. Thick. See, that's the problem. Is that I, you know, I can't I can't stand by it. But Leffy is a pretty good beer. Leffy is pretty good beer. That's mm. a medieval beer from Belgium. So I, you know, that could work as well. Just whilst we're talking on the topic of beers, obviously, all beer and wine and other drinks. We'll be serving goblets. Oh, well, this is where you've hooked me now. And tank. Mm. Tank. What about, oh, no. I was, I was, what about horns? Oh, oh my God. If there were horns, that would be it. I, I don't think I'd no. leave. Is that too gimmicky? No, it's not too gimmicky. I mean, you're going to. Well, it isn't for us, but it's his bar. Uh, Owen, Owen. Okay, thank you. But, you know, <laughs> Sorry, Wilcox. My bar. Yeah, no. So, uh, contrary to. Contrary to early Christian writers on the Vikings, they did not have horns. <laughs> And in that sentence, that sentence alone, we just lost all of our listeners. Just <laughs> as soon as the word country was used, that was the um, Okay. Yeah. Leffy's the Leffy beer. would be the beer. Okay. So, Wilcox, we've got your beer then. That's a Leffy. You're going down that. What is the wine of your choice? Uh, I suppose it would have to be a Cabernet Sauvignon. You know, not because I'm pretentious, although that is also true, but because it's just a very drinkable wine. Usually, if you go into a pub, their house wine does taste a bit rancid. Cabernet Sauvignon, very drinkable, going to get people drunk, going to get people wanting to buy more, going to make money. Because, again, this is a 
this is a serious endeavour in my medieval underground you bar. Need to, you need to make those pennies. So mm. Just to um, dot, dot <laughs> in a bit, when we did a test run of this, I asked him what wine he wanted in Madrid Bar. He red. said red. <laughs> red. <laughs> he just said red. French red. Yeah, I, I was going to say, not to sound pretentious, but the way you say coven, your I can't even say it. That's the thing. Coven, your coven, your It's not the first time he's ordered no. that, is it? Yeah. Cabin, cabinet, sovereign, on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut that out. <laughs> well, I think we should add, add that to the trailer. Cabernet. Just like a, um, a, a sort of teaser. This is what you've got to yeah. look forward yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> I always yeah. say it, but I All hope right. loads of this stays in because I'm a big fan of just. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> editing it, so a lot of it will stay. <laughs> Don't try and completely ridicule me. <laughs> Come on then. All right, so cocktails, Tom. Uh, I'm assuming there weren't a lot of cocktails in the med- medieval times, so you'd have to sort of make something medieval-esque. I mean, I don't think there is. I think that's just going to be normal, normal cocktails with some sort of medieval pun. Okay. And as, as I say that, I'm really gutted. I didn't research any puns yeah. for medieval what would that, what like that. Would be? I mean, all right, all right. Let, let's go. Let's boil down to not everything has to be medieval thing. What is your favourite cocktail? Oh, that would have to be a mango or passion fruit daiquiri. Oh, mango daiquiri. I like how we're not ridiculing oh, this, and we are both like that is delicious. Actually, not. No. <laughs> that is a oh. delicious drink. I'd kill for one of them right about now. Bloody hell! My, my only problem with like kind of cocktail bars is that as delicious as they are, you know, they could just have a tub of daiquiri ready. Charge at a reasonable price, but no, they got they got a mix in front of you. You got to pay for that mm. time, and it's the experience, you know. Yeah, yeah no, I, none of that. You know, the experience is supposed to be getting drunk, but actually enjoying your drink at the same time, yeah. which is quite unique. But yeah, so I don't know where I stand quite on cocktails. But if I had to, you know, it would be a passion fruit daiquiri. Of course, you know, passion fruit belong to the new world. I don't know. If, <laughs> European <laughs> discovered it yet, but sorry, sorry to uh, interrupt you here. But in terms of your cocktail, I'm quite surprised that you've gone for that. And I mean, I could be making a massive fool of myself, but is a daiquiri a rum based cocktail? I think the whole thing's new world. I don't so, think it's uh, really applicable. I, I think medieval because because I was going to say though that you are such a bit. Well, I remember you as a rum drinker. I remember you giving uh, sort of seminars on the types of rum that there were. No, my rum days are behind me, unfortunately. <laughs> I think sort of I could see Wilcox's face drop as soon as we rum. mentioned the rum. But we should probably we should probably rum. get the elephant out yeah, of the room. Yeah, I think so. For, for the context of the listeners. I think we all have a fantastic memory of Wilcox. For anybody who was there, uh, any of our social group, is that when you tried to declare how many types of Pinnacle. rum there were, when you were pissed. Pinnacle. When you were pissed. Mm. And what you compared yourself to rum, or what you tried to think about what you were compared to rum. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, know, if I, you know, if you could go back in a time machine and record certain snippets of the world, that would be one of them when you just went... No, but we can't. I, All we can do is an imaginary theme <laughs> recreation. So, so we'll, let's move we'll on. do a bit of it. Move on. It's fine. <laughs> uh, it's just, it was just a simple snippet of, I am to rum. <laughs> What am I to rum? <laughs> what am I to rum? I need to know. 
I think that's embellishment. Contrary, I'm more of a whiskey man, actually. Yeah. So. How many types of whiskey are there? <laughs> 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 Two. blended? No. no. Right, come on then, Wilcox. So what we what are we doing for bar snacks? So the way I was going to go about this is you have one free bar snack and then some they can order one thing on the menu for a price. So what would your free bar snack be? Someone on the table, someone at the bar. I'm see, I'm not liking the idea of free <laughs> snacks on the bar. You're just, just, I mean, you're just a capitalist pig. <laughs> no, that's not I I'm thinking about urine, I'm thinking about oh, fecal matter. Completely I, that, oh my god. Right. We're in imaginary circumstances here, and only you would think about fecal matter coming into the equation. You can you can have I, it where a bounce is outside and you can detect fecal matter in your fingers or whatever and kick no. them out, but no, you don't want it. They have done they have done I studies on fecal matter. Oh, there's a reason. Just, there's a reason. It's not just piss. He is looking for shit on people. So yeah, he's fecal, fecal matter. <laughs> he's got he's got a fecal it has matter been, infection. Like a little rain. It has up. been proven. Okay, you can mock, but if you have no. those bar nuts, no, 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 hundred percent. You know, yeah. But if I had to, and again, I'd be really reluctant. We don't if have I had to. to. If it, you can simply go, I don't want them because the fecal is that the line you're taking. No, 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 no. You don't have to. This is your bar. No, I've no. It's fine. It's fine. So what I do is so obviously I don't want to go with just normal crisps because you know potatoes. They were discovered in America. Okay, I'm not sure if you know that. Brought over to Ireland. Um, so I would go with vegetable crisps. You know, parsnips, oh. stuff like. No, they're, they're not a bad beetroot. But, and this would be really important, when you are taken to your table, the waitress would come with a bowl for your group, okay? No no hodgepodge mismatch of, you know, I don't want no pet- Petri dish of crisps. <laughs> I want, you know, I just want good, wholesome fun, what, what, good, wholesome food. What if the bar uh, staff have fecal matter? Well, I think the main problem with fecal matter in pubs is because people go out and get drink. Get really drunk, get to wash wipe their, their shit with their hands, and then just bring mm. it back to the tables. Yeah, I reckon that's happened. I think that's happened. Hundred percent. But so, okay, so you've given us uh, your free one: vegetable crisps, the yucky, yucky veg crisps. crisps. What yeah. is Ugh. your paid food? Get the punters in. See, see now this this was quite difficult for me because I, I did want to keep loyal to the med- medieval theme. But, you know, medieval snacks, quite depressing. Mm. You know, farmers, just going to be a bowl of oats, isn't it, really? So I thought pork scratchings, pies, you know, these are all potential, like mini pies, like maybe pork pies. But that, I mean, it's not it's not looking good, is it? But maybe so, pork scratchings. Mini pies you know. would work. Mini pies mini would work. Pies. Yeah, I think mini pies you would reckon? be good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Going to specify, though, not just a plain pork pie, one with a bit of pickle. Pickle you know, and pork. Just a bit mm, classy joint. So I, I, I mean, this this place is truly leaning on the thing of medieval, isn't it? You, you, you're completely buying mm, into this. Mm. Is there going to be a little sign on the veg crisps that says "No fecal matter was produced <laughs> during the making of these crisps"? Just for the pure hundred percent sanitisation of them. I think, from a legal perspective, we can promise that. You don't want to be tied down to these legal matters. Okay. So, I mean, bar snacks were good. I reckon you get a few few bob out of uh, mini, mini yeah, pickle yeah. and pork pies. So I have amusements in uh, the questions. Kind of already mm. come across that with sort of fire throwers and these sort of yeah. theme nights. Um, mm. Is there anything actually just a staple in the bar itself 
kind of like a dartboard or a, a pool table? I mean, I know they're not very medieval, but is there any sort of staple things that people go there and actually use every day? Um, okay. What is the normal amusement? So I suppose, I mean, you could have an acoustic act every night. Okay, can't every be. Night. I mean, oh, yeah, that's a good point. You know, how many cost. how many bard costs? <laughs> You're still thinking about the money. <laughs> <Every cost. laughs> it's choose every bar money. Choose <laughs> Tuesday evening. Who's turning up? Who's turning up? Honestly, so uh, it would. I mean, it would be serving food in the kind of early day. You know, that's what how these places make their cash. You got to remember that as well. But no, I don't think. I don't think I would have anything additional. I think. I think live music, candlelit banquets. I think you got. I've got enough. So, so you're you're saying another question we had was the music you'd play. So obviously you kind of answered that there. Mm. It would be acoustics on the nights Mm. that you haven't got the uh, the bards in. I mean, I should probably specify, I mean, by acoustic, I would still want kind of a liar in there, you know, not, you know, not no Bob Dylan, no kind of young person's music. That's <laughs> If Bob Dylan even thinks about walking into my underground <laughs> medieval bar, you're going to fuck out. <laughs> that is 800 years too, too young for me. Okay, so, so. So just on the line, if Bob Dylan walked up and said, I'll do a free gig, you're at the door, you've got fecal matter on your fingers, you're not born in the right century. Mm. Off you pop, Bob. Uh, well, fair. look, all I'm saying is Bob Dylan, no, I'm, I'm actually a big fan big of his fan, music. Yeah. But but these days, I mean, his voice, not what it used to be. Uh, so I would say, look, we're about the past in here. If you could go back to circa 82. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's an imaginary bar if you want to. It's an imaginary get, bar. Get Bob Dylan circa 82. So can, can Bob Dylan be forced to play in the bar then? Do what you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. Yes. Oh, I would yeah. do that then. You can do have that. a T-Rex playing the banjo if you want. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. well, a, yeah. now I mean, the, with a theme. <laughs> now, now this medieval bar sounds like it's limited in its aspiration. Yeah. Should yeah. scrap it all, start stuff from the ground up. Start with Freddie Mercury. Have a Freddie Mercury themed bar. Our kind of last question for you, and I feel as if you've already answered this with your whole answer. It is are there any quirky elements? That you wouldn't see, but like, uh, but I feel like your whole bar is a bit quirky. Whole thing. Uh, see, now I'd have to disagree. Yes, with you because there are many, many, many medieval bars. Well, you know, you just got to look in the right places, don't you? Um, in terms of quirks, I suppose I don't know. Um, the staff would be allowed to have dress down Friday. Okay, so I go there. Wait, no, no, no. I disagree yep, with this. So I go on Friday. Yeah. I've gone on a Friday night. I've had a busy week at work. Oh, God, you know what? All I need is a pint of meat. That is what I've been craving for all week. I, I just I want to get lost in the medievalness. Yeah. I want to feel like I'm going back in time. I turn up to mm. your bar and they're wearing jeans and a checkered shirt. So, mm. I, I mean... That's the no, first thing that's going to be on your mind, not Bob Dylan, <laughs> and make you two in. And the corner... Playing, a fire in the other playing, corner. Yeah, there's a fire. Burning tapestry. Oh, man burning. coming out, literally yeah. with a turd in his hands. But the staff, I mean, I've got, I'm out of it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, the staff, you know, they're going to be the backbone of this operation because they're going to be, you know, Monday to Thursday, then Saturday and Sunday talking medieval. Why would you not make it on a Monday or Tuesday? No. Why are you going for a Friday? That's true, actually. Busy day it, Friday. It's Saturday. called Dress it's Down Friday. You're making the rules, Wilcock. Like, I don't understand. You chewed yourself out of this operation when you <laughs> laughed at my first answer, okay? If I decide to move the Dress Down day to another day, I will do so right. at my leisure. So bar, I was thinking about right? doing a Dress Down Tuesday. That'd be all yeah. right. 
Good idea. Yeah, so, original, yeah. you just came original up with, idea, yeah, that one. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I don't see any punters getting annoyed on a Tuesday, so that's a good idea. Yeah. Just no, a, well, I think Tuesday. that is, unless you've got any other questions on the bar, Matt, I think we have got a great first bar there. We've got a good in here. So let me just run down all the specifics. So you've got an underground medieval bar with tapestry, wooden tables, table service as well, mm. which is good. Log fire mm. in the side in an underground bar. Just want to underline that for ridiculousness. Uh, you want to serve leffe, passion fruit daiquiri, but you don't want any of faff. You don't want people looking at it. You just want it to be served instantly. Nice faff from a barman. And you want a cabernet sauvignon. Probably said that wrong. And you want them served in goblets. And tankards. Uh, and tankards, yeah. Sorry, tankards. You've got the veg crisps, no fecal matter on the table. Mini pickle and pork pies for charging bar snack. You've got fire throwers and theme nights, including bardcore and acoustic nights with Bob Dylan playing every now and then from 1982. Mm. And uh, I was about to put the quirky elements in. That's all of them. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I don't think we need any more quirky elements. You got a name? Got a name for this bar? I would call it the Drunken Giant. I love that love name, that actually. Name. Thank nice. you. Yeah, you know big fan. I'm already. Yeah. For goblets, goblets, and um, goblets and name yeah. alone. I reckon you've sold me. I reckon it's going to be a very sweaty. sweaty. You bar. are sweating in there. I love the idea of the bar. I think Matt and I would be. No, no, Liar. no. I think Matt and I would be patrons <laughs> of the, uh, <laughs> the Drunken Giant. I'd go yeah, there once, and that would be enough. But um, not sure if you've heard. Matt okay. and I are pretty keen on selling people merch. We were just wondering, mm. do you have an idea for us that we could sort of put to the masses? I mean, do I have to keep it in the medieval theme, like a nice... Do whatever you want. Oh, if you want to sell medieval merch in the bar, I mean, be our guest. I mean, Matt, okay, well, I, I, I yeah, mean, Matt's just selling set. old yeah. shit anyway and claiming it to be his own, so... <laughs> whoa, whoa. So in the previous bit, I said about selling guillotines mm. with anyone but Chester. So it goes down, shush, and then it says anyone but Chester. Mm. And penny farthings, penny farthings. Um, yeah, I, I thought. Me- well, in fairness, they're not yeah. medieval, but they're old timey, yeah. you know, sponsors. Mm. So, no so, one's sponsoring them. Apart from penny farthings and guillotines, what are your ideas, Wilcox? Well, I suppose any if we're keeping on the medieval themes, you know, your swords and shields, shields, big anyone but Chester, tapestries, anyone but Chester, tankard. Oh, in your artwork. I mean, that would be yeah. I'd be pretty behind that to be yeah. fair. I reckon we should get a tapestry made with with the che- anyone if that any of our twelve listeners know anyone or can make a tapestry mm. themselves of anyone but Chester, I would I would be fully behind that. Well, I'll get in contact with some of my imaginary fourteenth century, <laughs> and there you go. Wilcox, it's been absolutely uh, great having you on. Uh, thank you very much. I think for a first episode, mm. um, it's been everything I wanted and more. Did not expect those sort of, well, that sort of quirkiness, but really enjoyed it. And uh, the tapestry and shields and swords, I think, is something Matt and I will be looking to uh, invest in as quickly as possible because, again, we just want to sell as much merch as we can. Mm. I feel the tapestry is going to be a big seller. Yeah, thank you again, Tom. I can't. I'm going to find it hard for someone to top this bar already, and it's only episode one. It's been great. I've really enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed it as well. Thank you so much for coming on as our first guest, gracing us with your presence. I know you're a busy man, trying to educate the, the youth of today. So thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, f- thank you, everyone, for listening in. 
Uh, please add, rate, and subscribe, all that podcast jargon. Please message us in with any other inquiries at anyone but Chester at hotmail.com. Uh, please do follow us or DM oh, us, slide into our Good. DMs with any uh, of any stories, comments, or anything you said about the beer or you want us to taste or want to come on the podcast, please let us know. Anyone but Chester, all lowercase. And tell your friends as well, because we're okay. <laughs> what a selling point. We're okay. Episode two, baby. Yeah, let's do it. Ciao. All right. Ciao. Adios.